Welcome to Coast to Coast with New Canaan Society. The first week of each month, the New Canaan Society podcast flies to the 30,000-foot level. Soaring across the country, we go coast to coast about men, our movement, and deeper meaning. So hold on. With Manhattan chapter Dr. Chip Roper on the East Coast and NCS President Mason Rutledge on the West Coast, here we go. Coast to Coast. All right. Welcome to the second episode of Coast to Coast with NCS, which wasn't called Coast to Coast with NCS was not. on the first episode. Right. That was just called the first episode. So tell us about the name, Mason. Well, we were talking about it and trying to come up with different names. And uh, one of the things we want to do with this, I think, as you and I have talked about it, Chip, is saying let's talk about what's happening with New Canaan Society across the movement. And what do you know? We go from coast to coast, San Jose, San Francisco, all the way to, to New York and uh, Coconut Grove. What about Kampala? I'm not sure where Kampala is. It's in Uganda. Oh, we yeah, have a yeah, chapter yeah, sorry, yes, in Uganda. That's right. So it's like coast to coast with and Kampala with NCS. I think we're actually in Rwanda, too, are we not? I don't. I believe so. You're the we, president. You're supposed to know these it's things. It's hard to keep up. I mean, seriously, I just heard about it. Yesterday, I found out about another chapter in the United States that's within a three-hour drive of us right now that's still happening. That's, that's going great. on. Yeah, it's great. That's great. So I just I play catch-up a lot, and I'm fine with that. That's good. All right. Coast yeah. to Coast with NCS. I'm Chip Roper. I'm here with Mason Rutledge, our president, and we have a special guest on this episode, Mason. That's right. Who is it? Well, we thought it'd be good. Oh, we got to back up. We got to start over. Really? Yeah. Can we say is... that again? I guess have a I special guest. No, but it's this. I, I I think this is the third episode. It Ooh. is. Do we want? I mean, I would I would space them out differently. This could be part of the episode, though. They'll take care of it in post. Okay. Is there a post? <laughs> well, that's what Drew does. Drew I is suppose. post. He is post. Yeah. All right. Um. So this is now our third episode, though. Okay, because you think this episode's going to come after the next episode, I think, I think our which we haven't recorded yet. I think our next episode should be more in line with what we did in the first one and not totally change it up with a guest on the second one. Because then there might be an expectation that there's a guest every month, and I don't think there will be. All right. Well, we don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. that's for sure. Story of my life. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, we have a, I don't know what episode this is going to be, but we do have a guest, and I think you should introduce this person. I think so, too. So, as Chip and I were talking about, what do we want to hear from as we start in this New Canaan Society deal? He said, you know, it'd be fun to get Brenda's perspective. And I agree. Brenda's my wife. She's here with us today. Hello. Hi there. And um, just to hear a little bit of our story as people get to know me. Um, and she'll also have insights into what's going on the first couple months with NCS as I've been traveling around and I come home and I kick the dog. We don't have a dog, but I, you know, as I, as I celebrate and recover at home, she'll know the stories. She'll, she'll have a different perspective on NCS in some ways. It sounds fascinating, but are we allowed to have a woman on the NCS podcast? <laughs> this is a question, isn't it? Yes. It's, you gotta wonder. I, well, we're doing it. So it just happened. Yeah. There I just mentioned that I have had, we've had some female guests at NCS Manhattan. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and we've had some great speakers so, across the chapters. So it's, you know, it's good. It's important. So Brenda, welcome. Thank you. Thank great you to for see having you. Great me. to meet you. Nice great to, to have you here Chip. with yes. us in New York. Um, 
when you heard about this new Canaan Society thing, what was your first reaction? Well, my first reaction, that my only interaction with New Canaan Society was um, the conference that Mason went to in, oh, right before COVID hit, so 2020. Howie in the Hills. And that, and so that when he said New Canaan Society, I was like, um, he goes, remember, that was the last event I went to before COVID hit. And I, that was about the only perspective I had. And what was yeah. that perspective? Um, a group of men getting together. Yes. You're smiling For, when you say that. I Well, it, COVID kind of encapsulated it more than NCS in it itself. So I don't mm. want to get COVID focused, but it was kind of a funny trip because he was coming from the Northwest where COVID had the Start, outbreak. You guys started it. Yes. <sighs> yes. And so that was the funny perspective. And then you scaled it. it in New York City, but you started. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. anyway. Well, do you remember what mm -hmm. I, you remember what I brought home from that trip? Oh. I didn't bring home COVID. Oh, but I did. This is hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So he brought home wipes and he was so proud of himself. He had wipes? these wipes. You know, everyone was using the disinfectant wipes okay. to wipe everything. I was wondering what kind of wipes down. we were talking about. Okay. How personal okay. is this podcast? <laughs> okay. But the funny part was when he showed me the wipes he was so proud of, they were not disinfectant wipes. They were just simply like baby wipes that didn't disinfect anything, but he was very proud of himself. So I had bought we him, had a chuckle about that I had that bought too. him in Florida, and I thought, I'm going to be the savior to the airplane as I walked around handing out these wipes to everybody. Yeah. And they were gladly excited. So you were disseminating non-disinfectant. Well, you know, as a board member, this is really good information. <laughs> I'm glad to hear this. I Perfect. We're not going to have any oh, kind of God. health or hygiene not on, in my realm. On, on Mason's job description. No, or no. Performance no, review. No. Anyway, so you had some history. Yep. Fast forward. Mm -hmm. What, what, like, walk us through the process from your vantage point. Like, when you first heard about the opportunity, as he goes through the vetting process, as he actually is offered the position and signs on, like, what, yeah. what were your thoughts and, and emotions as that process yeah. unfolded? So I think he was first contacted last winter, maybe last late fall, winter. And, you know, he told me, oh, NCS contacted me. They're, you know, looking for a, a new CEO. And I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. Well, first you were just having some conversations, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with conversations. And so really from the beginning, my prayer was, you know, Lord, if you don't want this to be, then close the door, you know, shut the door. And the door just never shut. So it was just a one step at a time. And um, I was just uh, along for the ride. Hmm. Yeah. Were you sensing that it was time for him to do something new? Or was this a, how did it land on you? Just the idea that he might stop doing C3 and do something else? I don't think he was ready, but he wasn't uh, close to the idea. He, he's always open to new things. And I know that about him. So when something new comes, he has to pursue it. Um, otherwise, he can't. He's not true to himself. So, I, it was totally normal for me, um, for him to pursue something new, even though I don't think he was quite ready to leave C three. Yeah, probably since twenty sixteen, I've uh, I've been you know been in some kind of leadership position that whole time. But in that time, I've probably looked at three or four different other CEO roles, just started the process and mm -hmm. 
one way or the other didn't get the job or at a point went, ah, this isn't a job for me one way mm -hmm. or the other. Mm -hmm. um, and you've been, you see, you've been aware of that before. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's always been a really great process for me mm -hmm. either way. Yeah, I agree with that. I tell people all the time, if they have the capacity to pursue things like that and explore them, they just come out better on the other end. Either they are convinced they need to stay where they are or they end up mm -hmm. in something else that's really is their next kind of assignment. Exactly. Well, and I would learn a ton. I remember one organization I was meeting with in the Midwest and we even went out there to do the interview together. Mm -hmm. And when I started with them, they said they had, I don't know, let's say $300,000 in the bank. We got, we're good on finances. We got $300,000 in the bank. And then I go out a couple weeks before the interview and they go, well, we're at about $150,000 in the bank. And then I get there for the interview in person with my spouse and they've got a a financial reserve of 30,000. I mean, this thing has dropped so fast and I don't think anybody have the real number. So, you know, you just learn, you gotta be persistent. You gotta ask the right questions. Don't just assume the questions you get, the answers you get are correct. Uh, you know, continue to ask and, and, and look, because there's always, there seems to always be more to the story, which, which you get in any job in a job change, but you want to know as much of the facts as you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we get better at that as we go. Right. Um, so, you're, Brenda, you're open to this. You're like, mm -hmm. whatever God ha has for Mason, us, you're open. And how do you feel when he gets offered the job? Um, I was very supportive. Um, like I said, my prayer was, if this is not meant to be, Lord, close the door. The door never closed. So I was very much like, this is what the Lord has in store for you. So here we go. What about what the Lord has in store for us? Like, where's the us piece of this? Okay, Say yeah. some more about that. yeah. Um, you know, Mason and I are very different people. He is uh, out there, go get um, strategy, goals. And not that I don't have goals in life, but I'm, I'm definitely along for the ride and supportive. And um, so when it was time to go, I'm, I'm all in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I love the idea of travel. I'm a, I, I'm a traveler, so that doesn't scare me. Um, so I was like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. And how does this, this glow, like, well, it's actually global even, you know, as we've established, uh, but this, it's mostly U.S. national assignment with the travel, with the large network. Like, how does that line up with where you are in your life right now? kind of your season of life with work, family, yeah. those types of things. Yeah, well, I've been a full-time pa uh, para-ed in the school district for 12 years now. And it, it was coming to a point where it's about time for me to retire from that. So um, between the new position and we have two grandkids, um, as of this fall, I'll be retired. So wow. I'll be able to really be along for the ride. So I won't travel all the time, of course, but um, some trips here and there, it'll be fun. Perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Perfect timing. That's really she, good. She joined, this is the first trip you've joined me on. Mm -hmm. We came out to New York. We're here for eight days um, and in Connecticut and in New Jersey. We'll be up in Massachusetts. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been great. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's rewind. How did you guys meet? Where are you from, Brenda? Like, give us give us some of the the backstory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm... all the weird and awkward things that Mason did when you were when you were courting. <laughs> if you even use that word, but you know, 
I'm I'm born and raised in Seattle with some um, detours other places, but um, I had just graduated from the University of Washington, and I was introduced to a ministry called Young Life, and um, so after I graduated, I wanted to be I wanted to be a leader. I was like, okay, here we go. A former Bible study leader of mine was on his committee, and he was on staff with Young Life in Edmonds, just north of Seattle. So she put us in touch. He was needing female leaders at the time. And so I, we interviewed and um, I stepped right in and start, we started leading Young Life together. So you interviewed, Mason, you interviewed Brenda. Yeah. It was, yes. Were you really just interviewing her for Young Life? I asked her all the normal questions, uh, Chip. Things like, you know, do you find me hot? Are yeah. you, what are you doing Friday on a, night? On attractiveness scale, what's one my rating? One, let's go the scale of <laughs> yes. nine to 10. Where do you find me? Uh, yeah, no, it was a little scandalous because as a staff person, you're not supposed to date. Yeah, like you were break, this is like rule yeah. breaking, Yeah, right? this is, yeah, this is, this is not good. Right So which one of you is the rule breaker? Oh. I, you know, I'm more of, of the rule breaker are. than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you didn't yeah. mind dating him. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda yeah. grew up in the civil servant home. Her dad's an engineer. I grew up in the home of entrepreneur restaurateurs. So I'm more of, uh, not rule breaking. I just say I'm more of the creative solution finding. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what's the policy and let's follow it. Okay. You're yeah. the rule breaker. Yeah. Um, so, so you met in yes. Young Life and was there a, a, like, was there a moment when this shifted from was it the end of the initial interview but like or what when, when, when yeah, did it we, shift so we started leading together and man we dove in he was to we leading were, to we, we dove to into leading with yes. high school kids yeah. and we were together a lot i thought wow he spends this much time with all of his leaders well he couldn't because it was... anyways so we <laughs> we spent a lot of time together <laughs> with so other leaders but also then the two of us so right. yeah we we um were leading together and probably what four months into it we started officially dating and then Three months later after that, engaged, and then five months after that, married. Yeah. So it was it was kind of a fast process. We got married yeah. 51 weeks after meeting. Wow. What'd your families yeah. think? Well, uh, she she was working at Microsoft in a very good job. And, and yes, I think, were you not? No, I didn't start till right before we were married. Sure. That's, okay. yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the, yeah. the question for, I was yeah. in, the, the bottom line would be, I was in ministry, yeah. ministry salary. Her parents were like, mm, how does this work? Which I had no idea how it was going to work. And my parents, you know, again, restaurateurs, entrepreneurs, they, they, they knew I'd figure it out somehow. They'd seen me do it before. Um, and they loved Brenda and it was great. And she was a little freaked out by my family because you know, if there wasn't plates flying and somebody yelling at you, it wasn't family time at the Rutledge so you, you had a yelling family. We had a, we, yeah. Uh, and me not. not. No. no, 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 no yelling. That's a very, that's mm -hmm. a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Huge difference. Uh, we need to come back to that. Uh, back to, but just back to the, this dating period. Did your, did your dad like give you the, the 10th no. degree and say, what are you doing? Or cause you don't, not really. cause you don't yell or even we, talk we or don't like, yell. Like, 
I think they were. I think they were a tad bit hesitant. I mean, I'll be honest. They were hesitant. But they didn't verbalize. But it. they no. They're they're not. They're also kind. Of, they they knew it was going to happen. Hmm. So they were hesitant, but they were also very supportive of me and love me deeply. Yes. So um, so it happened. We were married. There we are. Yeah. What year? Here we are. Fall of 1991. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. November 91. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A rainy day in Seattle. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dark we rain. already started joking about, you know, who's the rule keeper, who's the rule breaker, the yeller, the silent slash maybe disrespectful. Like, so what were some of the big, oh, we're different ahas you guys have faced and and how did you get how'd you get past them yeah or negotiate them I, I mean communication was very different in our families like we said so you bring that into your relationship if if we had a fight it, that would be like terrible for me so I had to learn that just because you have a fight it's not the end of the world and for my family that would just be the start of the day you know it's like here we go there's a there's some fight even if it's not yeah. a fight, there's instigating going on. There's poking, there's prodding, here we go. Um, so that was mm-hmm. really hard out Very of the get-go. D- yes. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I want to ask you each of this because I, I think stereotypically yellers, once they yell, they're good. Yep. Yeah. And non-yellers yes. are like really thrown off course by that. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that, is that yeah. how it worked for That's, you? That, that was definitely true. So I had to learn how to get beyond that and not just kind of hold it in hmm. and um to just be okay that happened um and we're going to move on and be okay with it and this yeah. is not but this is not something you get past i mean this is something we struggled with yesterday hmm. probably yeah that is my well, being my, in new york together you're yeah 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 we, <laughs> we were we were we were coming into the city and we missed a turn and watched our travel time jump by a half an hour. I mean, not a massive thing. We're, we're seven minutes away. Now we're 37 <laughs> minutes away by missing one exit. I love New York. Oh, the city. And, um, and what, I'm st- what I need to learn is how do I, and I've been, I've been just recently reading Oswald Chambers about this, where he says, you need to call on God now in your life. And when you see yourself respond to somebody else, are you responding with the same grace that God gave you in those now moments? Mm. Uh, no, I'm terrible. I'm not. So I need, if, if you're good at doing it with God, give the same grace to other people when they do it with you and whatever that now moment is. And, and, and I need to remember still is that, okay, he's going to, you know, be angry. And the, but then we'll get beyond it and not just kind of wallow in that. And I'm not even really, I'm not even really angry. I'm just, exactly. it just words come out of my to mouth. Me, it's anger. Yeah. To me, it's just, a, just some words. And just it's words. like, okay, here we, yeah. Nice job, Chip. Thanks. Well, I, yeah, I kind of came, came to your rescue on that. <laughs> you so, did. Thank um, you. Every marriage has season. You guys, you guys have been married over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, what have some of the major seasons been along the way? Sounds like, you know, you got married and you worked at Microsoft. Uh, yep. So there was a, pre-kid phase but just what are some of those major seasons and maybe like a lesson a takeaway a, a blessing a challenge yeah you think about yeah. some of those uh, several years pre-kids 
then um, started having kids. I left Microsoft and I was blessed to be able to stay home with the kids for many, many years. And then once they were all in full-time school, then I started um, subbing as a para-ed. I mean, so that's really kind of, you know, you have your pre-kids and you have your preschool age kids and then you start the season where your kids are in full-time school. I mean, it makes a huge difference. I was shocked when they were all in school. It was like, oh my gosh, they spend more time with their teachers than they do with their parents. Um, and then all of a sudden they're out of the house. Um, I mean, we were blessed to bring up kids in the Young Life Ministry. It was mm. a huge blessing for us, for our kids. Um, the so benefits older kids that around come. and that kind of stuff. Exactly. They have some phenomenal role models of actually living out your faith day to day. What does that look like? Um, which you don't necessarily get that in the church. You can, for sure. It's just a little more difficult. Mm. Um, so really that was wonderful raising a family in young life. And yeah. Then, right, right. Again, when we first got married, we were heavily, heavily involved in ministering to kids. I mean, we did all, all every night, high school kids, high right? school kids and yeah. middle school kids, some, but mostly high school kids. And, um, it took up a, a ton of time and, and you were, you were also remember you were, uh, coaching cheerleaders at the yeah. high school. I was coaching mm -hmm. football at the high school. Our kids were coming to the high school with her. And, and it was just a lot. It was all consuming. Mm -hmm. And then in, and then about 10 years into marriage or just before, nine years into marriage, eight years, we moved down to Colorado Springs and I took more of a corporate job in ministry and that changed things a lot. So we had a season there where I was working nine to five oh, yeah. and it was, it was a different lifestyle. We, we, were, and we needed that. It we was needed nice. That. It was nice to get out of yeah. the day to day all-encompassing ministry. Intense relational yeah, ministry. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, and I was there mm -hmm. for five years mm -hmm. and then I was called back to field ministry, but this time managing people, but it's still pretty intensive relationally. Mm -hmm. But those have been the seasons and now, now our kids are getting married and having kids. So it's our, a new season. It's a new season. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're loving this season. It's, mm -hmm. it's each seat. The other day, I don't, you remember I said this, I said, I was on a run and I just said, Man, life is really good. I like my life. We're in a nice season. We're super blessed right now. Very I blessed. mean, mm -hmm. so thankful for what God's done in our life, and um, and mm -hmm. I, I think I think we're blessed with kids and our grandkids and our neighbors and our friends and our church and mm -hmm. each other and mm -hmm. life and it's pretty life's. We're really blessed, and we. I think part of that is we have perspective from knowing a lot of people that are not blessed in different ways. So it's easy to kind of go, boy, we're lucky that we're that we're staying clear. fortunate. Mm -hmm. We're fortunate. 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 Yeah. There you go. It's better mm -hmm. than That's lucky. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, like all of us go through struggles. If if you've stayed married as long as you've ha have you've gone through some struggles. Mm -hmm. What are what are some of the hard things you guys have had to work through, and how'd you do it? Oh boy, let's see. Uh, we went through. <laughs> There was 1997. Oh, yeah, it was a rough year. Rough. We had several deaths in the family, miscarriage, um, health issues, and um, and I was taking biblical Hebrew. Yes, that helps. Fun. Yeah. It was brutal. And and my and my board chair was was a was a bit of a tyrant. Yeah. It, 97. Yeah. Yeah. Her brother passed away. My dad passed away. We had a miscarriage. I had my gallbladder taken out. 
all in one year. It was mm-hmm. very hard. For me and struggles, it's just taken one step at a time, one step, uh, praying through it. Um, it's That's how I get through it, one step at a time with the prayer. What's it look like to pray through something? Um, I think for me, I'll get a verse and then I'll just kind of repeat that verse. Um, or really a verse I read that day. I'm not a good verse memorizer. Let's be honest about that. But, um, just praying throughout the day, Lord, help me, help me get through this. I'm giving it to you. That's, that's one step at a time for me. That's really Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Really good. And I, for me, it's just work harder. I'm joking. I don't know. It, but it is in some ways, you know, as a guy, you're like, I'm going to get to the grindstones. I'm going to set some goals. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to check some boxes. And that's not really doing the job. So it's been. Why doesn't it really do the job? Well, because there needs to be listening. I need to grow as a person. I need to help my wife grow. Um, I need to listen to other people. And if I just make it about, um, transactions, I don't get the real transformation, which you've heard me talk about before. And we, we were in that, you know, my, my, uh, sister died this summer and that was another mm-hmm. bit of a hard season, even though it wasn't very long. Hmm. Um, e- even when I, it is funny. Cause even when I say we're blessed, dang, I mean, both my parents passed in their mid to early sixties, your brother passed way too early. My sister passed in their early fifties. There's been a lot of challenge, miscarriage. Um, there's been a lot of hard, hard, hard bosses to work with, if you will, or, or chairmen's of volunteer boards. And um, but we've we've been able to keep a pretty good perspective. And I'm not. And we've had we've had people ask us to talk about our marriage, and um, it's really hard for us to describe what's been the secret sauce. What's been the ingredient to make it work. Yeah, people ask that. We've been married for a long time, too. Like, yeah. how do you stay married for a mm-hmm. long time? And you say... We don't... Yeah. Brenda's just There's holding her hands like, up in the air and smiling. Yeah, everybody. one step at a time. <laughs> you really do. I mean, it's, you know, short yeah. accounts. Uh, I, I also would say, this is kind of a funny one. This just came to my mind. But we have our roles to play and knowing what her roles are and my roles are and we do those roles and it seems to work. It works for us. Yeah, it does work for us. Uh-huh. It doesn't work. What do you mean for... by roles? Well, I mean, we're just. Who takes out the trash? Uh, yeah. Some of those. It's tr- that, yeah. Is, yeah. that is true. That. that is true. Somebody's got to take it out. But we are just very different people. I, I you know, I kind of broached this before, but um, and so Mason does what he's good at, and then I do what I'm good at, and for us that works. You're it's, you're a you you love and give grace and embrace and encourage, and I might be the more asking a hard question and is that the right? So with like with our kids, our our uh, our son is just started a relationship one of our our youngest son mm-hmm. the only one that's still available for a relationship i suppose uh or for real and he and and brenda's just encouraging like let's and i'm like okay tell me more what is she what is she about why do you what do you see in her 
And and Brenda's like, just let them date. They're gonna figure it out. And caring, compassionate, yeah. optimistic, grand inquisitor. That is a good. That's, yeah, I like is that, what, that. Is that what you guys? That's, that's a, a good. Is that the way it spins out? Yeah. Well, I've never kind of good cop, good. bad cop too. You know. That's what oh, I, yeah. that that is for sure. Raising kids, that's what we were. Uh -huh. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But and that's it's pretty natural for us. It's not like we have to stay in our lanes. It's just who we are. We just be who we mm -hmm. are. And I know I need and knowing who we are, then we need to grow into the other side of that. You know, like I okay, I need to be I need to slow down and be more compassionate and listening. And Brenda goes, Okay, I might need to push them and ask some questions that I'm not comfortable asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. What's that been like, this transition to sort of the empty nest and grandparenthood? I, I, like we're there too. Um, our, our first grandbaby's on the way and our, our kids mm. are all out of the house. And it's like, at first it was really hard for us, I think, when, they, when it first really started to become real. Because it was like, we built a lot of our rhythms around our kids. And yeah. um, ours are strewn across the, across the country a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like we have to figure out who we are now, who we are together now. So that, did, how did that stuff surface for you guys as you went through that yeah. phase? You know, and, I, I had girlfriends that would, that were, that would say, oh, it was so hard. Honestly, it was not that hard for me. I was like, okay, this is a new season. Um, now that's not to say, you know, you watch your kids, they are now adults and they are making adult decisions. So you're like, wow, okay, that's a major decision. So it's not to say it's super easy, but for me to have a new season was was easy for me. Interesting. It was actually um, easier for you than it was for me. Yeah. Did yeah. you notice mm -hmm, it like mm -hmm. right when it happened, slightly before or after it happened? What do you think? How, um, how... I mean... I think right when it happened, well, it was, we would, so then it was just Mason and I in the house. So that was interesting because now, wow, it's just the two of us. There's not a third person to bounce off of here. So that was a transition. I, that we going bought back, some expensive, was, comfortable chairs. <laughs> that good. was probably the hardest part of the transition was then, okay, now it's just you and me all the time. Um, then you get used to that. Yeah. I, I struggled with it. I'm, you know, I still struggle with the kids is, you know, where are they going in life? What are they doing? How are they doing it? How can I help them? And, and she just loves them and cares for them and encourages them. It's an interesting mix. We, we, yeah. this stage of, of grandparenthood though, has just been amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. I don't, it's just a, such a, to have grandkids mm -hmm. is just such a blessing. Um, I'm not sure why we did the kid part except to have grandkids. Interesting. Yeah. I would have skipped it. If I could have gone straight to grandkids, I would. So did more than one of your kids have a child? Or? Just our daughter has Just the two. Has the two. Yeah. yeah. How many, tell us about your kids. Tell us their names, yeah. what they're doing. So and... Merrick's our oldest. He's 29, and he is married to Kelsey, and they live in Bothell, which is about 20 minutes from us. Um, Madison, our daughter. And, and Kelsey is a... Oh, yeah. Merrick's a real estate agent, mm -hmm. and Kelsey's a pastor at a local church, college career pastor. Mm -hmm. And Madison and Cameron, Madison's 27, and they live in Spokane right now, which is about four and a half hours away, and they have the two grandkids. Kingston is two and a half, and Kinsley is six months. 
and then um, our youngest Murdoch. And they work oh, yeah. for Skyhawk Sports together, which is Skyhawk Sports Academy. Hmm. Cam is director of e-commerce. Madison is director of communications, I think. Uh-huh. And they're actually going to move this fall to be six blocks away from us wow. with the grandkids. So that's a pretty awesome deal. Bonus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the little yeah. one. And then Murdoch the is our youngest. And he's just, you know, kind of post-college, post-year of playing American football in Europe, having fun. And now he is starting a real job on July 5th. So (laughs) starting that phase of his life. He's just got a few. And he's living with us now, but he he will not be there long, even though it's been fine. He's ready to get out on his own. Yeah. Sounds like Seattle's home. Seattle's okay. home. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Our, our kids mm-hmm. are all there. Her parents still live there. Her sister's there. Uh, we love the city. We're very committed to the city. We live in Everett, which is about 30 miles north. We love our community. It's an old logging community. A hundred, our house is 110 years old and 100, yeah, 110 yeah. years old. And um, yeah, we love it. It's been a great place for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think people who are not from Seattle don't? understand about seattle oh there's a lot what would you say i don't know that's a good question well i want them to keep thinking it rains all the time because then they'll stay away uh it's incredibly expensive it's it's um you know the thing i found about new york is yes new york is expensive but not everything in new york is expensive like i bought parking here that it would have cost me the same to buy in seattle same price Hmm. so it's like there's some stuff that's like it's and gas. Ga- I mean, oh, maybe yeah. that was true of Connecticut, but gas is much cheaper here. We have a very we're, expensive. We're over, we just passed California. Oh, really? Worse than California? Yikes. Well, we're we we yeah. So I think. Anyways. Yeah, every, Seattle's been in the news a lot, so I don't know what people would think about Seattle yeah. that they haven't heard. Um, it it uh, I don't think people understand how provincial it is. It is very much a. A West, think about a Western movie. It's a Western town. When a West, when a stranger comes to a Western town in a movie, what does everybody say? You know, where's that stranger from? Yeah, what's he doing here? Seattle's the same way, and it's still got that Western mindset. We're only it's changing, yeah, but it's yeah, still there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it, I mean, it's it's a city. It's very small comparatively, it small. but it is a city. Yeah, yeah. But yes, we do have the mindset of outsiders. Yeah, hmm. yeah. That's yeah, really but it means mm-hmm. something for me to say I grew up on 148th Street to people, or in Snohomish County, or for her to say she grew up uh, at Bitter Lake. I mean, mm-hmm. these are these are things that translate um, to people. Mm-hmm. Odd, a little, I think it's a little, little unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Brenda Mason's been doing this job. Well, he, he kind yeah. of started before he started, I but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. really from March, but like officially May 1st. What are you seeing? Well, he dove in. Good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's it's too been, much. That's too many negative categories. So it's like, it should be like the good. good, the great, and maybe a little bit of ugly it's or good, something. Good, great, and there's, there you go. <laughs> it's been good, great, and just a tad bit of ugly. Not really. Um, I mean, he dove in head first. So May was he did a ton of travel, and I don't think he's going to be doing that much travel in the future. But, um, but. It's been good. He's been challenged. He's, you know, meeting new people. He loves all of that. He loves to be challenged. He loves to meet new people, um, you know, visit new regions, all of that. So 
It's been great. Yeah. She helped me buy my yoga pants. Your yoga pants? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> my my athleisure. Where did you get them? Lulu. Lulu. Oh, they're Lulu. Lululemon, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's we were blessed to have an outlet uh, right down Lululemon. the road. Lululemon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You yeah. wear pants with the name <laughs> Lemon in it. Yeah. yeah, you know it's good thing. It's good thing you, that came out after you yeah. were hired. Right, right. That could have been. A, I didn't own them the, until oh, after the I got vegetarian the thing too. Oh, vegetarian! I, I didn't bring that up during oh. the interview. No, I'm not, not vegetarian. Even, yeah. you're vegan. vegan. Is that yeah. was that a transition you guys went through together? No. Well, no. We I had, mean, we had gone pescatarian. Yes. Yeah. When the kids left the house, we just said. Which was huh. when? How many years ago? They first left in 20, the youngest left in 2017. Okay. So let's not so have any meat. Gone in the, about let's not four have or any five years. red meat in the house anymore. Yeah, and that was or no, no big no deal. Chicken. No meat, no chicken. Yeah. You know, no most people deal. are like locking the liquor cabinet, and you guys are just, that's interesting. The freezer goes, it's gone. Yeah, gone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Liquor cabinet. Keep going. I'm, I'm yeah, curious yeah. about yeah. how this came about. So you, yeah. so you just decided no more red meat. Yeah. And then, um, it, and it, that was going fine. We didn't mind that at all. And we had a lot of fun with it, even kind of creative cooking. And then, um, you know, I needed to get some blood stuff in line. And that's when I went vegan and it all went that way. Now she's not participating in the veganism. Oh, vegan. I, I don't hard. like that phrase, veganism. Veganism. I say that. It sounds like a religion. It sounds and like yeah. paganism. Actually. It yeah. does. Yeah. I, vegan. She's, she'll eat the eggs. She'll eat the cheese. She doesn't care about the cows or chickens. She's, she's all in. So, um, and so is our son. So there's often, and, and she also, talking about roles, I cook. She does. Mason's a cook, not she, me. I got food on the table for the kids growing up. Let's get them fed. But the fun cooking, Mason does. So I'm yeah. now cooking pretty mm -hmm. much all the time. Mm -hmm. what, I, what do you do for food when I'm gone? What are you eating? Oh, yeah. A grilled cheese sandwich. love grilled cheese sandwiches. Cheese. You haven't I gone to cereal. Grilled cheese or vegan cheese? Oh, real cheese, yeah. Vegan cheese is the worst part of vegan. That's yeah. the one thing they have not perfected. It's bad. So have you taken yeah. her to PS Kitchen yet? Yeah, I wanted to. It's I haven't been able to. Uh, uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. PS Kitchen is a, a vegan restaurant in New York City. But to, oh, today yeah, for today. lunch by Bryant Park, I said, hey, there's a French restaurant across the street. We went, it was plant-based. Wow. The only thing and about that's wonderful. I mean, if, you, if a restaurant is going to serve vegan food, it's... It's good. I mean, plant-based, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't deny that. But to cook that way, whew, that's you, hard. you like your cheese and your milk. I, I love my dairy. I love <laughs> You're not going to be gluten-free either because you like the bread. I like bread and cheese. Mm -hmm. All right. This is good. I, I could see some of that different She's people that's coming girl. out there. Mm -hmm. One last question, Brenda, for you. As you think about Mason in this role and how it impacts your family to a certain extent, but just him and this huge network he's now part of and leading. What are your hopes? Like where, what do you hope happens over the next four or five years? That's a good oh, question. Wow. That is a good question. Um, or what do you hope I'm, doesn't happen? Doc, <laughs> Dr. Chip is uh, pushing you into new questions. Yeah. Or yes. doesn't happen. Wow. That's, oh yeah. The, okay. I mean, I, my hope for is Mason dives in and, and and just enjoys what he's doing um, hmm. to lead other godly men. I mean, and and that is true in our society today. We need godly men. And so that's my hope and prayer for this ministry is 
to lead men to be godly men. I think that's what it comes down to. That's great. I think that's a great place to tie this tie a bow on this conversation. That's yeah. a great word. That was good. Brenda, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Again, great to meet you. Mason, you behaved fairly well, so that yeah. was good. I that was to, good. I tried yeah. to keep quiet, yeah. yeah. So we were just to remind everybody, this is Coast to Coast with NCS. And you could, you know, they, people can subscribe. They should subscribe. We're supposed to tell them to subscribe. They should. They need to subscribe. On their podcast channel of on, choice. Yep, or on YouTube, because we're doing a bunch of stuff on YouTube, too. And I know our folks are watching YouTube like TV. So. Aren't they supposed to rate it? And give it a rating, yeah. Give it actually a, a good rating. What, if you're going to give it a bad rating, please don't rate it. Yeah, is it a four? We get enough bad ratings; those come easy. We yeah. need the good ratings. Yeah, we need the good ratings. Four or five? What's a what's a good rating? Five. Four, five star. So, how about this, Chip? If somebody gives a five star review, we'll read it. You can read it to me. <laughs> you don't think people? I want, want you to, to hear call they... me when I'm trying to go to sleep, and you can read me the reviews. Five star reviews. <laughs> Chip's voice helped put me to sleep. Five stars. Boom. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Chip. Thanks. Thank you, Brenda. You're, thank, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>